Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 welcome to this Rated R version of this Friday show. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. Welcome to the Rated R Safety Show. We're coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Today's July the 31st of 2020. Only day 213 of the year and only 153 days to go. Anyways, as you know, we've been talking about it over the last little bit. Yesterday was our big introduction into LinkedIn. And boy, do I have to tell you some stories about that as we move forward here. But we'll go into that as we have the discussion today. But as we're doing this today, you know, we're going to talk about some different things. We're going to talk about the news. We're going to talk about what's going on inside of the world of safety. So that's what we have going on. You are able to kind of contact us throughout our multiverse of things here. So let me explain to you how it goes. You can actually come to safetyfm.com to hang out, do some things there. You want to take a listen, you go to safetyfm.tv if you want to watch there. There's some different options on where you can watch. But we come across on all the different multiverse streaming style applications that are about there. I think we're somewhere close to 30. Yeah, somewhere close to 30. So we do have some options there. You can always be on your favorite platform on how you take a listen to it or a view, and you can come out and hang out inside of the chat box. And so that's kind of a cool thing there. So there we go. That's what we have going on. Already some comments coming in from LinkedIn saying that they hear the music and it says that it's starting in four minutes. So the play button, if you hit the play button, it'll start actually moving through and you should be able to proceed forward. But anyways, we start this off normally with some feature story news. Let's not do anything different today and get you started in that to that general direction. And let's do that right now here on the Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Holly Hudson. The further easing of coronavirus restrictions in England due to come into force this weekend have been postponed amid concerns over an increase in cases. From London, Benji Hire reports. Boris Johnson says it's time to squeeze the brake pedal. I won't stand by 
and allow this virus to threaten to cause more pain and more heartache. In a press conference on Friday, the Prime Minister announced that progress against coronavirus continues, with the daily and weekly number of deaths still falling, but warns that some European countries are struggling to control COVID-19 and the UK must be ready to react. In response to the latest figure showing that the virus's prevalence in the community in England is likely to be rising for the first time since May, he declared that indoor settings such as cinemas or sporting venues which are expecting to open over the weekend will now stay shut for at least another fortnight. It comes as the Greater Manchester region, with about 3 million people, is facing further restrictions. Benji Hire, London. The Hong Kong government has postponed its upcoming elections for one year, citing the growing number of coronavirus cases in the city. Hong Kong is currently experiencing its worst outbreak of the pandemic, with more than 100 daily new cases. However, the opposition has accused the government of using the pandemic as a pretext to stop people from voting. Meanwhile, lawmakers across party lines have rejected President Trump's suggestion to delay the US election. From Washington, Jagruti Dave has more. Responding to a question from a reporter about his earlier tweet, President Trump said, Do I want to see a date change? No, but I don't want to see a crooked election. He once again criticised mail-in voting. I don't want to delay. I want to have the election. But I also don't want to have to wait for three months and then find out that the ballots are all missing And the election doesn't mean anything. There is no evidence of widespread voter fraud in the use of mail-in ballots. The president's comments at this press briefing came after several leading Republicans had dismissed the suggestion of delays to November's election. And an estimated 60,000 people have attended an opposition rally in Minsk, Belarus, one of the largest political gatherings in the country's history. Julia Chapman has more. Belarusians gathered to support Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, a candidate unexpectedly thrust into the spotlight after other opposition figures, including her husband, were thrown in prison. Other campaigns have rallied around her in an effort to unseat Alexander Lukashenko, who has run Belarus since 1994. The rally went by peacefully, unlike many protests in recent weeks, which have resulted in widespread arrests. Belarusian authorities have warned that outside forces are attempting to disrupt the election campaign, They've arrested 33 Russian citizens on charges of planning a terrorist act. Russia denies any such plot and says the men were only travelling through Minsk. Julia Chapman, Moscow. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. There are now three separate spacecraft heading towards Mars after NASA successfully launched the Perseverance rover on Thursday. It joins rockets from the United Arab Emirates and China now hurtling towards the Red Planet to engage in three separate missions aimed at better understanding the Martian atmosphere and surface. The journey will take all three missions around seven months. Sanjeev Gupta is a professor of Earth Science at Imperial College in London and is part of the NASA team working on the Perseverance project. Mars is probably the most Earth-like of planets and it has what we've known for the last sort of 40 years is that it has all of this sort of geology in the surface that once in the past it was warm and wet and so it provides us a window into the early evolution of planets, rocky planets. So actually what's interesting is that Earth early record is basically lost. All those early rocks were destroyed or deformed by plate tectonics, and Mars hasn't had plate tectonics. So the earliest rocks are still preserved on Mars, and so we can tackle them and even analyse them in pristine state. I think we would learn much more than we can from some of these very difficult rocks that we examine on Earth. And he says those rocks could unlock the secret of how life began on Earth and whether it ever began on Mars. Full coverage of that landing next February, right here on FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Featured Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Featured Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that's the latest Featured Story News. Holly Hudson reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So, 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 what do you think? Some interesting things going on there from Feature Story News for sure. 
as you take a listen into what's going on inside of this multiverse of ours, of these world of different things. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen there on what's going on. And as you might be aware, we're about to get into what we say are traditional stuff. The way that we go about and talk about the different things that have go- that are going on inside of our little universe, inside of this little world of ours. Anyways, this is Friday's edition, so let's make sure that we're clear as we proceed forward as we do some different things on Friday, if you have taken a listen to us in the past. So here we go, let's get that started, and let me kind of give you the traditional disclaimer, because I think that's important. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so taking it right away from the very top of the list, because we have to talk about it, a hidden cellar was found on Wednesday at the former home of the man suspected of murdering Madeleine McCain, who disappeared back in 2007. German authorities discovered the cellar after digging its garden plot in a secluded area located on the outskirts of Hanover. McCain was three years old when she went missing from the apartment of a seaside area in Luz Portugal, Alvaro region, during her family's vacation. The suspect referred to Christian B. Germany, or German, by the German media, better saying, has ties to Portugal, specifically the Pride of Luz area, which we kind of figured based on what the information says. Also, the authorities believe that he kidnapped her and drove her to his home in Germany, which is a 24-hour trip. Think about that for a second. Officers honed in on the suspect who is currently in prison, that went to prison last month, really, and he ha- who has previously convicted of sexual contact with little kids. You know, I know that we start off these news stories. It's not always the best ones, but we start taking a deep dive right away into what's going on and want to have some of the conversation pieces. Because I think it's important as we move forward here to really go into some of the depth of what goes on inside of the news stories. And I know that this is something probably not worth starting off for some, but I think that it's an important conversation because When we start talking, you and I together, we want to make sure that we're all kind of like on the same page and not just kind of half-truths. So this is something becoming more and more aware or circumstantial, and we're seeing a lot of these issues as of late. So I want to make sure that we talk about this and we're really able to do something. Like, how do you, what do you, or what are you setting up? What are you looking at? As things happen inside of the world now, like, what are you doing? Like, what are your plans if you have children? What is the communication that you have with others in regards of setting up things for where children can be okay? Because it seems like this is such a huge ordeal as of late, as we start talking about this for sure. Now, as I look at this and go about it, it looks like This gentleman did this many years ago. We're talking about 13 years, give or take. But how do you look at this? We set up emergency plans, hazard matrices inside of the places where we work. Sometimes I talk to safety professionals and ask the question of what do they do at home? What do they do to make sure that things are okay there? Do you have a plan in place? Do you have something that you have set up just in case if something was to occur out of the ordinary inside of your home? Or do you normally just worry about the work side of stuff? It's just a question because I'm curious on how that works because I think it's very important as we move forward. But do you look at it differently and say, no, I have things set up for both. I have things set up that do both occasions. I just ask because I want to have a better understanding. If it's not a plan that's already in place, it should probably be something that's just being discussed. For sure. Because as we move forward, we're seeing more and more issues about this. So definitely something to think about as we go into this new multiverse of ours. Anyways, that's my point of view on that one. Oops. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So I'm going to tell you not always the the common opinion, not the one that everybody goes with, and that's perfectly fine as well, because those are the things that happen as we do this, and that's okay. But anyways, let's talk about some things that are going on here stateside right away. Kohl's has joined the growing list of retailers that are closed during Thanksgiving Day. The company announced that the decision was made due to the changing customer preference during the coronavirus crisis. So that's good to hear. Of course, information on this holiday schedule will be released in a future date. So as you take a look at this and this goes forward and we're able to move on and so on, how are you looking at this? Are you seeing this as an added benefit with everything else that's happening? Or are you looking at this and saying, oh, didn't know that was an issue. Never looked at it because Black Friday Green Thursday, I don't know what they call the Thursday, besides Thanksgiving, if this has been something else that's been something of, of a Duh. factor as of late. Think about it. Does it change anything? Does it change the way that you shop? Would you be going out into the general public anyways at the moment? Or are you going about it and going, eh, it's not one of those things that I'm very concerned about. I don't know. I do a lot of shopping online personally. I don't know what you do. So that's why it's being brought up in conversation. Anyways, let's continue real quick. Lesbian Mitchell, the only Native American on federal death row, is scheduled to be executed next month. Mitchell was convicted for the 2001 murder of a Navajo woman and her nine-year-old granddaughter. His attorney is hoping to st- for a stay of execution. Well, he was an accomplice in the murder. Prosecutors sought the death penalty because the murder occurred after a carjacking. His attorney is hoping for a state of execution, as I stated previously. What do you think? What's the, what comes to mind as we talk about that? Reference that real quick. What is the thought process that comes behind the whole ordeal? Something to look at real quick, for sure. Duh. But I look at it and I go, hey, are you pro death sentence? Some people are, some people aren't. And I look at it and I go, it's a conversation piece for sure, regardless of how you look at it, because it's a big factor on the things that are going on. I mean, how do you look at death row? And especially with the federal execution thing occurring again. By the way, this thing over here got super bright all of a sudden. Sorry about that. So we have to talk about it. We have to think about it. We have to go down the path Because it's definitely just not left there alone. Anyways, let's continue. Researchers at the Harvard Medical School have discovered why some some people infected with the coronavirus lose their sense of smell. The symptoms called osnosmia is one of the earliest and most common reported indication of the virus. Think about that for a moment if you might be going through that. Though the research, they have found that the virus attacks cells that support the sensory of smell, which detects and transmits the sense of smell to the brain, of course. This is according to San, to San Pete Robert Dada. A neurobiologist professor at Harvard stated that the findings indicate that the novel coronavirus changes the sense of smell in patients by not directly infections, but by affecting the function of supporting cells. Meaning the virus is unlikely to cause permanent damage and patients can recover their sense of smell. Their study is published in peer-reviewed journal, Science Advances. So what do you think? As I say that, do you look at it and go, okay, now as people are going to be freaking out about the sense of smell, the moment that starts happening, I don't know, I'm asking the question. I think it's important as we go about it, of course. Because there's so many different things there. And I know that a lot of people say, well, it doesn't really matter when it comes to certain aspects of it. Because when I wear a mask, I can't smell anything. I've had somebody already tell me that. I have to tell you straight up. Straight up there. Duh. How are you looking at this whole thing? I mean, it's changed everything within the way that we do work. 
it's changed everything in the way that we do a lot of the things that we do, period. We see a lot of people moving forward nowadays with coronavirus X, coronavirus X, 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 and these new products being developed to help battle, protect it against COVID. How are you looking at this? What are you and your organization doing currently to assist in that process? I'll tell you, we have all kinds of people contact us from time to time about different initiatives that they want to start. So I'll tell you, I've had people contact me where they have surface cleaners that tell me that this will prevent coronavirus. And they would like that part as advertising. I look at it and get a little scared. It's kind of a little scary as when you start talking about stuff like that. Because I just don't know if that could be truly the case. What do you think as you hear that? I mean, at some point, I think we can get there. But I think that being early to that game show and talking about it and using that word, it could be dangerous for some. Duh. But you know what I'm saying there. I think you get my general ordeal. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. NASA's Mars 2020 Perseverance rover is headed to the Red Planet. The rover landed into a stop in the United Launch Alliance Atlas V rocket Thursday morning from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station in Florida. The journey to Mars will take seven months, giving the landing date about, ah, give or take, February 18th of 2021. The mission's duration while on the planet will be at least one Martian year. Or, are you ready? About 687 days. The goal is for the rover to search for evidence of ancient life on the red planet. Thinking long-term, NASA hopes, or has hopes, to send man-made man's missions in 2030. Think about that. In the 2030s, we could be talking about a manned mission on Mars. Now, let's take a look at a couple of different things here, as I mentioned about this story. Great that it's going up. I don't know if it's great that it's going to take seven months to get there. But did you hear that piece? One Martian year or about 687 days. Don't know if you're a movie buff, but let's pretend that you're not. The gentleman that made or directed the movie Batman a few years back, Christopher Nolan, did the one with Heath Ledger as the Joker, made a movie called Interstellar. And they talk about the different times that each planet kind of rotates around and how the days of the year work pretty interesting on how the tie-in works if you go back and look at some of the sequencings of that movie interstellar a lot of things related to wormholes if you're interested in that that can become a whole other conversation and maybe a different platform we should do this on um but look at that look at the sequence on how some of the year things work compared to an earth year Maybe this will be more and more of a conversation as time goes on, especially with a lot of things coming out as of late from the Department of Defense and them talking about some of the different aspects there. For sure. And I I just want to talk about that. And I want you to think about that because things continue to change as we move forward. But what do I know? It's the guy behind a microphone. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So I'm assuming you take a look at the stocks and the bonds and the different things that are out and about. So let's talk about them real quick. Market finished with mixed on Thursday. The tech-heavy Nasdaq saw modest gains, but the Dow's and the SSP Let's see, about 500 saw about uh, sell-off mostly. It was just mostly sell-offs after sell-offs if you took a look yesterday. There are big reactions to the economic data showing that the GDP has its largest decline during the second quarter 
of any quarter since the metric has been recorded, dropping 32.9%. New first-time unemployment claims were up this week as well for week ending July the 25th. Features surged positive after the closing bell as Apple and Amazon announced earnings that are far exceed expectations. Facebook and Alpha bet posted excellent earnings as well, although they were closer to analyst forecast. So are you a big time investor? What do you do with the stuff that you gain from your financial world? Here. How do you look at it? What are you doing? I only ask from the standpoint because I'd like to understand. A lot of the safety professionals out there tend to invest a lot of their money. So that's why I asked the question. I also ask because I'm extremely curious on what might be some of the best approaches out there. But you already knew I was going to say that. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue down the path here. RBG underwent a medical procedure this week, leaving her her to recover in the hospital bed through the weekend. RBG's office said that she is resting comfortably at Memorial Sloan Cancer Center in New York City after undergoing a minimal invasive non-surgical procedure on Wednesday. This is the 87-year-old Supreme Court Justice's second trip to the hospital in less than a month. So this is something we've seen kind of a couple of times. So I want to make sure that we do reference that. Have to be paying close attention to what she has going on there. I think it's important. Anyways, let's continue. A handwritten letter from Rosa Park remembering Martin Luther King Jr. as someone she admired and respected is going up for sale. Rosa wrote the letter back in 1979, 11-year-old, 11 years, better saying, after the assassination of Martha Luther King. It is unclear how the collector got the hold of the letter but has been in possession of it since Rosa's death back in 2005. The letter is now being sold through moment in time. Are you ready for this? For $54,000. What do you think? 54 grand for a letter. By Rosa Parks, about MLK Jr., What do you think? What comes to mind when I say that? You can be honest. It's okay. Nobody's listening. It's just you and I here. Take a little bit of a thought there. Take a little bit of what you think. And let's kind of go through it. Does it make it interesting to you? Would you pay the $54,000 if you could afford it? Just think about it real quick. Just continue to think about it. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. A magnitude 4.2 earthquake shook Southern California, San Fernando Valley early Thursday morning. The light quake was the center near just, well, let me rephrase that. It was actually just north of the Los Angeles point, just in case. Several aftershocks followed as of Thursday afternoon. No damage or injuries had been reported. You know, I think it's always interesting when you see these things about the earthquakes going on in California. And it's, you know, it seems to be normal for there. And I know that I tend to freak out anytime that I hear about it. But I look at it at the same time, too, and I go, hey, isn't this interesting? Because you can also turn around and go, well, people freak out about the whole thing related to hurricanes in the area that I'm in. And I would never stay there because of that. I don't know. I look at it and go, I don't know what's going on. Makes it pretty interesting sometimes. Prosecutors are, prosecutors in Madison charged two women Wednesday with attacking a Wisconsin state senator during a chaotic night outside of the state capitol last month. The two females, 133, 126, were charged with one count of being party to a substantial battery in a felony punishment up to $10,000 fine in a three and a half year sentence in prison. Hammer, a high school social worker in O'Reilly, 
Yeah, I'll give you the last names there. A physical therapist attacked Democratic Tim Carpenter during a BLM protest outside the Capitol. What do you think? A lot to think about there. A lot to chew on. A lot to discuss. I look at it and I go, what's going on here? I don't understand some of these things that are taking place. Before we get into this next segment, I want you to listen to some of my, well, I shouldn't say some of my friends. I want you to take a listen to some of the peeps up in Michigan. They're fun. When you're in the courtroom fighting big business, government, or insurance companies, you can't blink because they can smell fear. They have the money and the power to grind you down. And that's why you need me. I'm not afraid, and I don't cut and run. It's in my DNA. And that's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's go through it real quick. Let's go through that section that always makes me feel very uncomfortable anytime that I have to bring it up, so let's talk about it. Herman Cain has died. The former Republican presidential candidate passed away Thursday after being hospitalized with coronavirus. He first saw treatment on July the 1st, according to a staffer. Kane first entered politics back in 1996 as a senior advisor to Bob Dole, presidential's campaign. He successfully served as the chairman of the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City and launched his bid for president back in 2012. He ultimately dropped out after claims of sexual harassment, which he denied surfaced following his presidential run. He launched the T-H-E new voice, and that's T.H.E. Not that I don't know how to say the word, the. An advocacy group focused on tax reform, energy policy, and national security. Most recently, he served as a co-chairman of Black Voices for Trump. He was 74. Never know where to go next after that. Just don't. Let's continue here. Let's talk about some breakups. I know some people care about celebrity news. Duh. Tracy Morgan and his wife, Megan Wolliver, are getting a divorce. It is unclear what led to the split and who filed first. The pair have been married since 2015 and are parents to a daughter who is seven. So there you go. Some interesting news there. Let's continue real quick. Talking about what's going on in the presidential world. President Trump knew that he was doing exactly on Thursday when he tweeted about delaying the elections. Critics on both sides of the aisle bashed the president over it, saying that only, not only does he not have that power, but he even suggesting that the idea was complete breach of presidential decorum. A senior administration office shall took told Fox News. We kind of knew that was going to happen. We knew that the people were going to freak out on both sides. The president is simply raising a question, whereas Democrats are proposing an entire, entirely a new system of all massive mail-in voting that will result in an enormous delays in the election results. Just to be clear, Election Day, in case you did not know, is November the 3rd. So be on the lookout for that one, because I think that's going to be important as we do this. So let's do this real quick, because I like doing it from time to time. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see who we could get. We will take. Um, well, let, me, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let's do it this way. Let's take caller number five for a special prize pack. Numbers right there on the bottom of the screen. one 930 sfm one
I always have to tell you, I am always amazed on how quick that transition occurs on when I give a caller number. I'm going to have to go back into my old school radio days and start giving these really high astronomical numbers. Caller 98. Okay, I won't do it that far. Anyways, thank you for hanging out with us during this lunchtime edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Not that we really do it at any other time. But thank you for coming out hanging out. Also, you know, I talked about it yesterday. We're going to talk about it again a little bit today. We are doing this new gig here on LinkedIn. Now, I am still being told, because let me tell you, and I, let me kind of deem this main story for half a second. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So we totally botched the, the gig yesterday for the people that were hanging out with us on on LinkedIn. And it looks, based on what I'm being told right now, that it seems like we're doing a similar thing today. For some reason, the way that it actually works, our feed is going out, and I guess it's too much of a stream for LinkedIn. So it looks like we have a quality issue. <laughs> Let me phrase what I'm trying to say. It looks like it's a quality issue that we're, our quality, we have, our signal rate is too high for their system. So some people are struggling. They're saying that the video is jumping. Now, I went back and looked at the one from yesterday, and I will tell you, our hour and five-minute show lasted 54 minutes because it kept on judder, juddering is really what the terminology is. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to go back and see what's going on. Now, people are saying that they're still seeing some small errors there, so we'll get it corrected. Now, if it's bothering you way too much, you can go to safetyfm.tv. There's some different options there on where you can take a look at this thing. So just so you know, that's one source where it has multiple sources available for you. I apologize about this, but we're going to learn this together. It's kind of the way that it goes sometimes. Anyways, don't want to drop you off there just to be on the safe side. So that's what's going on there. Hopefully, we're able to get it corrected relatively quick and we don't run into the same issue next week. Also, I was thinking about doing some different things for you there at LinkedIn. We have some different events and some different one-on-one things that are that occur, and I meant one-on-one, not one-on-one. So what happens sometimes is we do live recordings on the radio station. So let me explain what I mean when I say live recording. How is that a live recording? Well, all recordings are live. They normally start off that way. So we do interviews with our guests on some of the other shows, and we do them live on the radio station, record it into a podcast, and then serve it out. We might start having this in real time where you get to interact and ask questions. That way you can actually see what the different guests have to say. Let me know what you think about that one. We can move forward for sure. Anyways, let's continue. We're talking a little bit about Swampland a little bit more. Alyssa Milano blamed President Trump for the arrest of protesters in New York City. The actress tweeted a video of an 18-year-old protest protester, Nikki Stone, being arrested and ushered into an en masse minivan. She wrote, can, you, can anyone confirm what's going on here? It looks like Trump has people kidnapping protesters. Milano's tweet implies that she believes that the officers were federal agents like the ones who have been deployed in Portland. The NYPD explained that the arrests were conducted by members of its warrant squad. Alyssa Milano has neither addressed nor removed her Trump bashing post. I don't know. I look at it and I go, there's so many different things to talk about here. So many different things to address, so many different things that we can talk about all the time. And I don't like diving into the politics world. I think it becomes very ooey gooey as we talk about it because not everybody's going to agree. Just how it goes. You're going to think one thing, I'm going to think another, regardless. Not Or we might think the same thing and somebody else might not agree. Who knows? Anyways, let's talk about the lottery real quick. No wonder for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing the tonight's drawing will be for 22 million dollars or a jackpot of 17.9 million dollar cash payout however you want to look at it no wonder for wednesday's night powerball drawing as well saturday's drawing will be for 137 million dollar jackpot or 112.7 million dollar cash payout so good luck if you're into that kind of thing so as we talk about this let me kind of before i get into celebrity news do what we do here especially when it's on a friday so let me explain. If you're new to this, let me explain what we do. I'm going to put a timer up. 
and we're going to count down 30 seconds. I want you to take all that built-up anger and anguish that you've had over the week, and I want you to scream, and I want you to shout, and I want you to let it all out because it's been building up. I think that it's a good thing to do just to get it out of your system. Yeah, if there's somebody close by, they might think you're crazy. That's okay. You are listening to this show at the moment. So let's go ahead and do it this way. I'm going to give you the counter. If you're listening on the radio station or via podcast, here it goes. In three, two, and one. Duh. Duh. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is definitely some time. Time is up. Time is about. And we are good and ready to roll. So hopefully you were able to get everything out of your system that you needed to get out. Because I think that that's important. I know some people like the the DJ air horns. So you got a little bit of that inside of your system as well. So hopefully you're able to clear everything out real quick. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about the showbiz news because some people care about that stuff. Matthew McConaughey is releasing his first book. The actor said that his memoir, Green Lights, is not a traditional memoir or an advice book, but rather a playbook based on the adventures of his life. It is set to be released on October the 20th. That's where I would insert my normal traditional smart ass comment saying that we're still here. But I'm not going to say that this time. I'll think about it, but I won't say it. Anyway, George Clooney post-apocalyptic sci-fi movie, Midnight Sky, about the lone creature stuck in the Arctic looking for help from a spacecraft is returning to Earth, is heading to Netflix. Clooney not only directed the film, but he also is starring in it. Also, he is now working on The Tender Bear, The Tender Bar, not The Tender Bear, based on some other memoir about growing up in Long Island and seeking our father's figures among the customers in our uncle's bar. Okay, cool. Anyways, let's talk about some other things that I think that might be a little bit important. What are you doing right now with trying to keep up with everything coronavirus or COVID-19? What is a good information source that you're going to to keep up with new standards, change, regulations, or thoughts about this? Anything good? Here's what I would like, no matter where you're hanging out, with the exception of the radio station, because there's not a place in the radio station to do it. Put your comments on where you think it is best suited to gather information about this. I think that people are always looking. I give some places from time to time, depending when I'm asked. But I think that it's interesting to see about this. I think there's so much information on there that you can get mixed reviews. I like to see where other people are actually taking a look at it. Anyways, let's go through what's going on in some of the world of country. So here we go. Garth Brooks announced that he has stepped down from for consideration of the CMA Award Entertainer of the Year category after winning the award for the seventh straight time in his career last year. Beating out Eric Church, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, and Keith Urban, Brooks received a lot of backlash and criticism. One tweet that he said really stuck him hard when he read it. Hey, man, this guy, why doesn't he just step down and leave? The entertainer of the next generation. Brooks said that he doesn't want to come off as as ungrateful, but he believes that it's time for someone else to to hold it, to hold the place. Because they are rolling out there, busting out their asses. Blake Shelton reacted to the news, tweeting, I don't give a shit what anyone says. Anyone. Entertainer of the century. Now, we are talking about Garth Brooks. And I will tell you, even if you are not a country music listener, you have probably heard the name Garth Brooks, one way, shape, or form. Just kind of the way that it goes. So think about that as we do move forward here. 
just for the sake of mentioning anyways, Madonna's Instagram account was flagged for suspicious activity after a shared video titled American Frontline Doctors, which was already been removed from major social media platforms. She captioned her post, they would rather let fear control the people and let the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. I don't know. What do you think about it as you do hear about this? Now, I have to tell you, when we talk about certain things about what's going on, I know most organizations that we work at and i say we as you and i have restrictions on what you can pull up inside of their servers so when you see something like this how do you go about talking about it how do you go about moving forward with it how does that end up working do you just leave it right there and go ah it is what it is and then kind of proceed on or do you make a big stink there's so many mixed reviews about things nowadays that it's kind of hard to say. Anyways, let's talk about some albums being released today. Creepier, or Creeper, Sex, Death, and Infinite Void comes out today. Dominic Fike, What Could Possibly Go Wrong? Imperial Triumph comes out today. Steve Howe, Love Is. By the way, if you did not know this, Billie Eilish released a new song yesterday. I'm sure 100% that I'm going to butcher the name because I've listened to it like twice and did not memorize the name. It's called My Future. There we go, My Future. So if you haven't taken a listen to that, go ahead and there you go. Anyways, earlier in the week, we did have a discussion that Regis Philman had passed away. So let's talk about that real quick. Gordon's spokesperson, chief medical examiner, office of Farmington, Connecticut. The beloved TV host died from myocardial infraction better known as a heart attack due to coronary artery disease and hypertension. As previously reported, Philman passed away last Friday. He was 88. It's already been a week. Can't believe it. Anyways, let's continue and talk about some more things going on real quick. Major League Baseball has launched an investigation into COVID-19 outbreak that happened within the Marlins organization. According to the Post, as of Wednesday, 16 players and two coaches tested positive for the virus, yet other 29 teams in the league have all zero positive tests. Even after the word of the first positive test, the team still played all three games against the Phillies over the weekend. As of Tuesday, no Phillies players or coaches have tested positive and like the Marlins are being tested daily. The Marlins aren't scheduled to play until Monday and are now scrambling to find players to fill for the infected or the people who are being isolated. What do you think here? What is your thought process? Like to know, would love to hear it. Want to have a better understanding for sure. You know what I always find interesting? Let's say that we're hanging out on this platform right now, wherever you're at. And I will tell you that people know that I'm on the platform, especially when I'm streaming, and then they start texting me. Not there, but here. Can't respond. Come on. How, how unfair is that? Don't be asking me like personal life questions at the same time either. Can't really do much. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. So here we go. Getting ready for our weekend process here. Let's talk about this because this is going to be important to some. Have you really been wanting to watch some shitty movies? Yeah, you heard me correctly. Shitty movies. I got a list for you, so let's go through it. I got, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the tw- the top 20 shittiest movies of all time. So let's go through it. Cabin Fever. At number 19, Three Strikes. 18, Wagons East. 17, Problem Child. 16, Return of the Blue Lagoon. 15, Nutcracker. 14, Stratton. 13, London Fields. 12, Dark Crimes. 11, Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. 10, The Ridiculous. 9, The Revenge of Jaws. Really, The Revenge of Jaws was that bad? I don't remember it being that bad. I remember it kind of being similar to the first one. Or do, am I seeing this wrong? Okay. 
Number nine, or excuse me, number eight, The Last Days of American Crime. That movie came out this year, didn't it? Number seven, National Lampoon's Gold Digger. Number six, Super Babies, Baby Genius 2. Number five, Pinocchio, not the Disney version. Four, Gotti. Three, A Thousand Words. Two, One Missed Call. And number one, amongst all shitty movies of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Ballistic, Irk versus Sever, back in 2002. If you want to take a good look at the list to watch some crappy movies over the weekend, go to RottenTomatoes.com. That will be readily available for you. For sure. Anyways, let's talk about some different things that have occurred in this little multiverse of ours throughout the many, many, many different years. Back in 1964, NASA captures the first close-up pictures of the moon. Ranger 7 was an unnamed probe that sent to the moon. There was no plan to keep it in orbit, but rather impact the surface. The image returned about 1,000 times clearer than the images taken from the terrestrial satellites. The mission followed Ranger 6, which was the same goal a year earlier, but failed to deploy the camera as it reached the surface of the moon. That was back in 1964. Think about that for a moment. Back in 1990, Major League Nolan Ryan wins his 300th game, leading the Texas Rangers to win against the Milwaukee Brewers. He would finish his career at 324 wins, 292 losses, with a 3.19 career ERA, having pitched for four, for 27 years for four different teams. Good for him. That was back in 1990. Back in 2012, Michael Phelps became the greatest medal winner in the Olympic history. Phelps was part of the winning American 4x200-meter freestyle relay team in London. It could be his 19th career Olympic medal and his 15th overall gold medal. Good for him. Good for him. Back in 2019, Osama bin Laden's son, Hamsam bin Laden's potential successor, are killed in a U.S. airstrike in Pakistan. So a lot has happened over the years on this day. And if I was not there, there wouldn't be a lot to talk about. Anyways, let's talk about some couple of birthdays that are coming or happening today because they're not coming up anymore. It's, real, it's going on. B.J. Novak from The Office fame turns 41. Zach Brown from The Zach Brown Band turns 42. J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter fame, turns 55 today. Wesley Snipes turns 58. Eccentric NBA owner, Shark Tank investor, Mark Cuban turns 62. 62? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed that. And Susan Bennett, the voice of Apple Siri. Yeah. She turned 71. Anyways, let's talk about a couple of different things we have going on. If you are not aware, this week coming up, we have a nice little event coming up between Mr. Sam Goodman and myself. It's a question about diversity. Well, not no diversity. It's about equality. We would love for you to attend the event. The event's free to participate in. It'll be a conversation between Sam and I about equality and what has happened through his journey in life of getting there. So if you're interested in getting more information, you can come to safetyfm.io for some more info. So this is what the ad would look like if you're watching the visual aspect of it. So let me kind of, do you want to see it? Let's see it. And you want to know something? That's definitely the wrong ad. I have it somewhere. Apparently that was not the one that I, that I had in mind. Eh, let's just do it this way. Let's just do the small visual. I always love when I goof up. So anyways, you can go to, like I said, you can go right here. It's on the 6th, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We would love for you to participate. You can come hang out with us. We will never broadcast this on Safety FM. It will only be as a live virtual event right there for you to come and hang out with us anyways so you can see it from right there anyways i always like to tell people i enjoy you guys coming out hanging out with us doing the different things we're always trying to do something different trying to bring something to you we have three or four different events coming up right up the pike so i want to make sure that if you're not aware of them you can come hang out at our website safetyfm.com go into our live virtual events it will let you know what's coming up we have an event we have a couple of events coming up next month right away right around the corner we have a third one that we're working on, and I have probably some news that I want to share with you 
on how some of these visuals will look going forward behind me and maybe around me um, as we do move forward. Yeah, well, we could, we could potentially call it some breaking news. Um, probably ne- at some point next week, it looks like we'll be able to talk about it. If not, sorry for the terrible teaser, because that's exactly what it will be for there. Anyways, let me talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. There's some important ones for sure. Let's take it from the top. National Raspberry Cake Day. National Mud Day. National Talking in an Elevator Day. Only if there's not that many people in it. National Systems Administration Appreciation Day. National Get Gnarly Day. And then, of course, last but not least, it is National Avocado Day. Now, check some restaurants in your local area because some places are giving away guacamole for free today. I know Chipotle for sure is doing it. And just to be clear, Chipotle is not a sponsor of the show. I'm just bringing it up because I like to make sure that people can get some free stuff. Anyways, we want to know more about what we have going on here at Safety FM. You can go to safetyfm.com or safetyfm.tv. Like I always tell people, we are a broadcast and a podcast. It is some kind of TV thing that we're doing now. But if you're interested in coming, hanging out, or potentially even being a guest on one of the shows, come out to our website. There is some information that you can fill out right there, and then we can see what we can do in regards to getting you on. Also, the other portion is we have an exclusive list available that if you're interested in hearing what's going on at Safety FM and throughout our different shows, because there's about 15 shows on our network that we can actually tell you what's going on and what might be coming up. If you haven't heard, so I want to let you know, coming up on Sam Goodsman's show, The Hop Nerd, our own in-house doctor meets up with The Nerd to have a discussion. And our in-house doctor that I'm talking about is Dr. Todd Conklin. So I'm definitely looking forward to that episode come Monday. So be on the lookout for that. Anyways, if you haven't taken a listen, I would recommend strongly to take a listen to some of the other stuff that we have here going on on Safety FM. Coming up at the next or at the top of the hour, we will be having Mike Sadam with Crucial Talks coming up. So take a listen if you get a chance. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Before I give away and go away, I have to tell you some other thing. I can't even believe that this slipped my mind. Can you believe that I was already there? I was already going to leave you and I didn't even tell you. Two things. Very important. We want to talk about them every time and I almost screwed up the whole thing. Number one. If you are suffering from depression or suicidal thoughts, there's a phone number you can call. That's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. They're there available 24-7 to assist you to have conversations about what your thought process is. Or if you don't feel comfortable doing it that way and you don't want to talk to somebody over the phone, you can go to the website suicidepreventionlifeline.org at suicidepreventionlifeline.org they're available 24/7 now i want to be clear if you call the number they're available there voice to voice they are not a texting service so you are unable to text that number currently it's not activated the other one that i like to talk about as well is missingkids.org this is a website you know how every once in a while you get an amber alert and you don't know what happens afterwards Well, that's information there about missing kids that are in that area, your area, other areas. If you're interested in assisting the people at missingkids.org, you can go to their website. Right now, they're only taking assistance financially because of what's going on with the pandemic. If you're interested in donating, please go to missingkids.org. Keep in mind that they do not sponsor our show. Neither does the other one. We just want to make sure that we're bringing it to the forefront of what's going on because I think it's that important. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Well, you know who I am. I know who you are. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, 
recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.